Good morning. Your wake-up call number 378. Astrid is showing the way. The last couple of mornings, it's been all about that everything is risky, even the choice of the apparent safe, known and familiar, usual, even in the choice of that, there is a risk. Perhaps the risk is that deep down we risk to fail or lose what we really want and the ones we truly are. And I've also been talking about that our inner experience is holy because that is what we need to face in order to get closer to ourselves, to the ones that we truly are and what we truly want to do. If we avoid our inner experience, then we also avoid insights, understanding, growth. And that's why we stay stuck in what is apparently safe and habitual, but not without risk. And I've been thinking a lot about my grandchild, Estrid, my step-grandchild. She's been a lot in my mind the last couple of days because she really insists on her inner experience. And I also experience that the safer I become in myself, the more safe I am, the more I insist on my own inner experience. And you have probably experienced it too, perhaps not consciously, but you have experienced f having a tough time. Something is difficult and you are sad or angry or frustrated and then someone comes and wants to take it away from you either by comforting you calming you down serving a solution or somehow fixing you and you don't want to be taken away from your inner experience you resist to be fixed you want to be with it Yes, it is actually a little bit holy for you. And that's because your inner experience has a very important function, a very important meaning. It's an available growth in you which you don't get access to if you don't become able to create the space and to be with what is difficult. It's a growth that you can't get from anyone else, else or from anyone else solving your inner experience, only by going through it yourself. And so why do I think of Estrid, which is three years old? That's because it's so easy 
to see what's going on in Astrid. She is in a way where it's very easy to see what's going on in her if you look closely. Her big brother Axel is a bit more quiet and it's not so easy to see what's going on in him. But Astrid is very extrovert as it's called and very visible. And some of that which I have noticed with Astrid is that she insists on her own inner experience, the truth of it. She insists on having it, on that it's allowed to be there and that she's allowed to be there with it. And mostly thereby experiencing that she can get through it. Sometimes she needs an adult in part of the process and then she seeks one. Sometimes she's asked if she wants help or a hug and usually usually she wants to handle it herself as long as she can. And often she insists in keeping her inner experience until it has reached a natural conclusion, a natural ending inside of herself. And you can almost sense how it expands her inside. You can almost sense how she is growing her own inner nervous system. She doesn't run away. She doesn't reject anything. She doesn't soothe herself. She wants her inner experience completely. It's it's as if she instinctively, intuitively understands and is not being interrupted by parents, for instance, that she needs it, that it's part of a growth that she needs to go through so that she can deal with more important things later in life and so that she can stay in contact with herself. She is learning to stay with herself and her inner experience regardless of how bad it is. It is big. It's an extreme important learning that she is in the middle of. I don't think it gets any bigger. I would even say it's holy. It's holy work what she is doing. And she has my deepest respect. And there are no better time to learn this than in surroundings that support her inner process without taking it away and without making her wrong in her inner experience. And so it's perhaps even a holy task, a holy job as parent. Let the child feel her inner experience. Don't make the experience wrong, no matter how the experience is and how tiresome the inner experience is. 
Don't make the child wrong. Just be there, but don't help the child before it needs it. And if the child needs help, then be the role model of how to stay with something that is difficult until it passes by itself. And if we haven't learned that, to stay with our inner experience and keep the contact with ourselves in the middle of that inner experience, if we haven't been taught that as children, because our surroundings wasn't as perfect as we needed it, and no surroundings are that, then it's a conscious learning that we need to go through as grown-ups, because otherwise we are doomed to run away, to reject, and to soothe our inner experience away. And we can learn it. Of course we can. We just need to do the same job as we would do with our children. Insist in meeting and creating the space for our own inner experience. Holding the contact tag to ourselves. Not making ourselves wrong or the experience wrong until it ends naturally inside of us. <laughs>